This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast and another amazing week of your jazz questions sent in to me that I'm really excited and amped up to answer. We have a lot of really, really good questions that are potentially going to change your jazz playing if you take action on them. So, of course, as always, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you never miss out on any of the episodes that are coming out. Today's question is from David Garcia. Let's give it a listen. Hi, Rent. I would like to know uh, what was your biggest uh, challenge in jazz? All right, that's a great question, David. And, uh, you know, here's the thing about playing music and especially jazz, I'd have to say, is there are many challenges, right, to, to playing music and playing jazz at a high level, right? You have to deal with a lot of things. You have to deal with, you know, technical ability. You have to deal with, um, you know, learning basically a language, right, when it comes to jazz, like the language of jazz, like how do the musicians speak this language? Uh, you're having to work on your ear. You're having to work on, you know, music theory, uh, how do you memorize tunes, right? There's so many challenges along the way, and they can be a lot of fun with the right mindset. But my greatest challenge that I've faced ever, ever, hands down, as a jazz musician or as a musician in general, is the issue of fear of sounding bad. Okay? I'll say that again. The biggest challenge I've ever faced is having the fear of sounding bad, aka having uh, this problem with my ego being hurt or this attachment to the idea of sounding bad in front of others. I can't tell you how much this will slow you down if you maintain this fear. Now, don't get me wrong, like everybody naturally wants to protect themselves and their ego and everybody naturally wants to sound good, right? Um, so a little bit of fear of not sounding good is obviously healthy due to a, a degree because it's going to help you, you know, stay prepared, right? Um, the reason why we feel fear and anxiety in the first place is it's our instincts telling us that, hey, we have something to be worried about here. Therefore, let's be prepared or let's take an action, right? And so a little bit of that is okay, but unfortunately, there's a lot of musicians out there that are quite self-deprecating and fearful and worried about sounding good, so much so that they won't go play at the public jam session. They won't play with other players, or they will, but they'll be in their head the whole time, 
right? You'll be afraid to sound bad. You, what, what will the other musicians think around me? You might not play very naturally because you're overthinking it because of all this. And the problem when it comes to jazz and improvisation is you really can't be overthinking it. The more that you think about it, the more that you worry about it, the more that you are in your head, the less you're able to just play creatively and free. And most importantly, the less you're going to be able to enjoy yourself. And when it comes down to it, and it's something that I I realized years ago, is the whole point of, of playing music, right? The, the reason why we want to pick up our instruments and not just leave them getting dusty in the corner is because it's fun, right? There's something about it that we started playing music, we started playing jazz because we get enjoyment out of it. It gives us a good feeling. Maybe it's an escape, right? Maybe it's a therapy for you. And so we want to keep it that way. Uh, we want to go back to that moment where it was like that. Because as soon as you stop having fun and it becomes a stressful, lonely, isolated experience, well, A, you're not having fun, and B, you're likely to start giving up and lose motivation. And and loss of motivation is is the number one killer of improvement as a musician by far. So we don't want that. And for very many years, I, I kind of lived mostly there worried how other people thought of me. I practiced a lot, not because I wanted to just improve. It just, I didn't want to sound bad. I wasn't very accepting of how I sounded in the moment. I didn't embrace the journey of becoming a better musician. Instead, I just treated it as a flight, a fight or flight kind of symptom. You know, I'm in this thing and if I work harder, maybe I'll sound better than I do now. And I was just in my head And I know a lot of people can relate to that, and that's why I so openly share about it. I just look back and I think to myself, you know, the younger version of myself, you know, if you just would have let go and enjoyed yourself and allowed yourself to make mistakes and not worry about sounding bad all the time and adopting more of a growth mindset. And if I was able to have worked on that side for myself, I would have felt a lot less anxiety around performing, a lot less anxiety around practicing. And I truly do believe I would have improved a lot faster because I would have been operating out of a place of joy, out of a place of positive motivation, not a place out of fear or you know, trying to perform and be a certain thing that I wasn't in the moment, right? So that's the biggest challenge I've ever faced with jazz. And sometimes I go out on a limb and I say that playing jazz and playing music is, you know, at least 50%, if not more about mindset than it is about the actual notes you play or the technical ability you have. It's the way you're able to see music and the musical journey. So it's really important that as much time as we focus on playing our instruments better and learning new chord voicings and learning how to play in the upper register and all that, it's important that we equally work on our mindsets and we equally work on the self-talk that we give ourselves as a musician. You know, in in sports and big sports teams, they have sports psychologists for this very reason to help the players who are involved not get so in their head about their performance. I mean, for anyone who watches sports, I personally I'm I'm a hockey fan. I've watched my favorite team you know, play just amazing stretches of of games against some of the best teams and win. 
but then all of a sudden something happens and you can just see that their mindset gets off, whether it's as an individual player or the collective. And literally that's why there's sports psychologists to help those, those athletes navigate those situations. And, you know, really music is the same. It's a performance, right? It's, it's a, it's a task of, of using your skill, right? And, not allowing the voices in your head to get to you about it. So great question. That's one of my biggest challenges I've ever faced. And, you know, you never overcome those kinds of challenges completely, but I can sure say I've come quite a long way from when, you know, I'm thinking about when I was in college, um, especially the early days of college, when I, I probably was at my worst of kind of feeling these symptoms and of, of fear in my playing. So I know that that's going to be helpful for a lot of you. Uh, that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that a lot of practice time is not near as good as just a little bit of really good practice time. All right, my friends, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't want you to miss tomorrow's episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.